<laughs> All right. Um, now that we're officially starting. Now we're officially starting. We <laughs> went off on a tangent. We've been talking for probably like 20 minutes now. Oh, easily, yeah. Oopsies. A couple tangents. Yeah. Um, so this is Tyler Toby Townsend. I'm here with... Justin Bates. Again. Uh, again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't invite people back multiple times unless they're good people. You know? uh, well, I appreciate like, good that. Good talking. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so real quick, gym update. I've been uh, extremely consistent. I've been there every day I'm supposed to be. Uh, bench day, I didn't do any, anything, and that was uh, a couple reasons I hate bench already. Um, but I had pulled 800 the day before, oh. twice, and it did not go up, so my back was fucking killing me. And uh, I also did a, did my shot in my shoulder for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah, which a lot of people do it consistently in their shoulder, which I've never done. I always want to go for the most meat. How right? was it, comparatively? It fucking hurt. <laughs> but so, that's the thing. It always kind of is sore mm-hmm. afterwards. I just, it's never happened to me before. I've never done the shoulder. So, it's just in a different area. It really made things suck. And then I was going into bench, and I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Fair enough. But I went in and just spotted Justin Genter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, man. And he did, he did pretty fucking good. He went for 365. Yeah. Um, didn't hit it. Yeah, but uh, so we put him around like three thirty, I think. Okay. Because he hit three fifteen, but didn't hit three sixty five. So three thirty is probably a good number to start with. Three forty, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He's got the number. I didn't. <clears throat> I didn't track it, but uh, yeah, I'm pulling seven hundred easy. I squatted seven 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 sixteen point five the other day easy, um, so back in the sevens at least for both those. My press sucks right now. Um, I'm probably around like 275 for my okay. overhead press. Um, I'm pretty buttered about it. Uh, especially since I need to do like, I think it's around like 350 for this comp. Oh no, it's not a, an overhead press, it's a dumbbell. It's oh. a circus dumbbell and it's a 240 pound circus dumbbell. Wow. So one handed. One handed, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, fucking lame. And that's when you got to get from the ground up to your shoulder, right? Yeah, but yeah. you can use two hands to get to my shoulder. Right. But then I press it with one. Press it, and then it's like the arm out kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And the arm usually goes out to keep balance. That's usually what it's about. Yeah. Um, so I really wanted 800. I got it off the ground a little bit, and then my strap moved. So I put it back down to not hurt myself. I gave myself a couple of minutes and went back after it. and Didn't even fucking move. So um, <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've had this fucking congestion cough thing for two weeks. Same. And Same it just place. won't fucking go away. Yeah. I'm not like constantly coughing. I just feel phlegmy. Yep. And it is bothering me. I say I'm trying not to. I was trying to get it all out while I was waiting at the parking lot. Obviously, I failed. Um, it just keeps reproducing. It does. I think the hard part for me is I had it, Kirsten had it. Chris had it before us, so I think we got it from her. Chris had it. I don't know if Angie's had it yet. Quinn now has it. And then I'm just still chilling with it, but it's probably, I work in the uh, outside where it's rainy all the time, so I'm sure that doesn't help Manny. But um, it's been super fun. I'm, I'm ready for it to go away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm done with it. <clears throat> my kids have it now. Yeah. My daughter, especially, and she's calling me 
in the middle of school. Come pick me up. I hate this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know if you hate school or you hate that, but yeah. This little girl took all of my clothes that I was gonna take to Goodwill. My clothes, bro. She just took them, like to wear them. Yeah, like she got. She took like eight or nine of my shirts. Okay. Is she gonna wear them as is, or is she gonna like tailor them to a new? So outfit? she took a tank top. Okay. And crop topped it. And then sewed a little bow to it. And it was like, look, it's cute, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you're not wearing that outside. Dude, the the armholes for that thing are huge. Yeah. So they go down to, like, mid-waist. She tried to crop top it, and it fucking... Is that, like, just below the the hoops would be where the shirt ends? That's exactly what's going on. That is a wild crop top. And I am not letting her out. She's super upset at me that I'm not going to let her wear it to to school. And I'm like, no. Yeah. You're insane. Uh, But she's really into, like, the whole baggy stuff. Uh Uh-huh. So, whatever, dude. She she tried to throw (laughs) in a couple pairs of my shorts. Yeah. She thought it was hilarious. Put a belt on, just cinch that motherfucker up. She's really small, though. She is really small, and I'm Like, huge. your clothes would be probably still big on your son, even though he's taller than you. She's tiny, though. My clothes are, would be big on you. Yeah, they would be. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. and she yeah. is, like, maybe 110 pounds. Like, probably not even. <laughs> That's funny. It's hilarious, dude. Um, so that was, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, so how's your gym update going? Um, we did the podcast last week, right? Yeah. So, um, I mean, since then, I did two more CrossFit workouts. I was going to do three this week, but I pulled my back at work, not at CrossFit. I, um, Probably I have because a, of CrossFit. <clears throat> no, nah, this one was a poor choice. Um, <laughs> I will say, if I went Saturday and did the workout Kirsten did, yeah. I'd destroyed my back. They were doing uh, three rounds. I don't remember what literally any of the rest of the workout was. It didn't sound nice. Didn't sound yeah. good at all. But there's like at least three or four more exercises after each of this during this round. The round starts with 20 deadlifts for women at like 135 for men at 200 pounds. And you're going to do three rounds. There's other exercises after that. And then you start back over at the 20 deadlift. Three rounds. That's 60 fucking deadlifts. Uh-huh. I told Kirsten you're fucking crazy. Guess what? Her back hurts. It's wild. It's super weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, crazy. So anyways, I did two CrossFit workouts. They were really more intense cardio workouts. Um, I enjoy any time we do shoulders. I like shoulder, like, press. Um, I think we did... I'm trying to remember. They all kind of blur together. It's just, I'm hanging in there. I'm trying. I'm trying to scale so I didn't in, don't injure myself. What's the one where you pull it from the ground, go to here? Is that a clean? It's a clean. Okay, so we did one with cleans, and I ended up matching Kirsten's end weight with my end weight. I started lower, but I was going up by 10 pounds. She was going up by, like, I guess up by 20 pounds. She was going up by 10 pounds. So started lower, and we were doing a thing where you do, you have um, three minutes to do a set of four, up your way to set a three, up your way to set a two, up your weight, one rep. Yeah. Then you drop your weight back down, and you have the rest of that three minutes, however much is left, to rest, and then you do it again, and I think we did it like four times. Um, so going into the third round, I threw a belt on because I was like, I'm just not used to this volume. I'm going lower weight, but I also don't know the form super well. Like I have it enough that I can do this weight and feel safe, but 
rather protect my back because I still have to go to work the next day. So yeah. I didn't injure myself there. Next day, dumping one of our dumpsters into one of the big cargo dumpsters. And it went into the cargo dumpster off of the forks of the forklift because it just didn't do it very well, I guess. Um, normally, it's unlatched and you can just like put a little bit of movement and it'll drop the thing down without you having to get out and try to push it over with a stick. I had dropped a humongous thing of glue that's probably 150, maybe 200 pounds into it and it went directly into the bottom at the back. So the weight wasn't at the front, which normally it is. We try to drop it a little bit more forwards, but it's been bad to where it'll just open while you're driving and dump everywhere. So I was trying to get it further in the back. I did it too well, so then all the weight just slid straight off the fork. So I had to go get a chain, pull it out of there. It came out in two pieces and the base, both of it is super heavy, but the base is really heavy. And there was a chain wrapped around my fork, so I didn't use the forklift to move it, because then I'd have to bother with that. I should have, should have just been more patient. I just dragged it along the ground, because I was like, I can move it. I can, but I pulled my back. Um, you shouldn't. Yeah, I shouldn't have. So the rest of the day, I'm like stopping on a big pallet of wood, and I'm like leaning over, doing stretches with my knee, trying to get my back out. It was fine in like a day or two, but... Made it to where I didn't go to the gym later that day. That's why. What's that? Because you're still 24, right? Yeah, and I, I I pulled my back last week too. It's the same spot every time. I'm I need to stop doing it because that's gonna get me in 10 years. It's gonna really suck. Yeah, um, it's I'm constant. I'm trying to be better about it. Like with I'm trying to humble myself enough to do those workouts where I'm like, all right, I'm lifting less than most people here, even the small people, but. I'm not going to die because we're doing 20 deadlift today. Right. Like, it's, I probably wouldn't have even, I probably would have done maybe 180 for the 20 deadlift. Like, I can deadlift 400 pounds, a little over that. It's been a while since I've tried to one rep max. I'm still confident I can do 400 pounds though. But, um, I'm not doing 20 for 60. Fuck you. So anyways, I'm working on being more consistent with it, but... Crossfit takes a toll. It's a little rough. Yeah. I miss my pickup heavy thing, put heavy thing down. Yeah. Yeah. Or my version of heavy thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This side, this the strong side misses you. Yeah. And then we did sumo yesterday. Yeah, we did sumo, And we're both man. massively sore from that. So, I'm so sore. But my that was fun. My body hurts. Yeah. It was a lot of fucking fun. So, to bring up sumo, I mean, let, let's talk about that shit real quick. Okay. And, and, uh... I'm I'm promoting an event, Psychotic Strength Showdown. Um, excited for that. I'm really excited. It's my first event that I'm doing. Um, I talked to the Sumo Federation. Uh, I talked to the guy. So I got five events. What are my fucking events? Do you remember them? First one's a log, and it's just about body weight log. Okay. Overhead. When you um, say body weight, you mean like the person lifting it? Yeah. So whatever weight class you're in, it's just about that heavy. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I don't feel like that's crazy, but some people are complaining, but <laughs> some people can suck my balls. Um, I can do it. I don't see why other people can't do it. And I'm not the strongest man in the world, so. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> that's how I feel about it. No, oh, I'm not deleting that. I took a BDSM test. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Anyways, um, okay, so log is the first event, and then, oh, right, it's called Moving Day Load and Pull. Mm -hmm. I'm a realtor, man. I'm also sponsoring the event. 
So uh, what you do is you're going to take two, you're going to be 40 feet away from the back of a pickup. You're going to take a sandbag, load it in the back. Another sandbag, load it in the back. And then you're going to go back to where you started and there's a tire to sit in with a rope that's attached to the hitch of the truck. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to arm over arm pull that fucking truck back. I say, you were telling me that that sounds like fun. It's going to be fun, man. And so that's the thing too is nothing's like crazy heavy. In my opinion, it's also a strongman competition. So it's strongman, yeah, dude. Get the fuck out of here with complaining and shit. <laughs> if you're not strong enough to do it, that's okay. Just be weak for the rest of your life. You know, it's fun. <laughs> um, that's where I'm at with it, dude. I'm fucking sick of people complaining. Um, what is the third of it? Oh, we're doing deadlifts. Yeah. Um, so I'm still trying to figure out exactly how I want to run that one. I'm trying to pull up my... Oh, right. That was the one you were saying, do it on the wheel, and then on the yeah. bottom, you throw a plate on. So I Deadlift think that's what death. we're going to do. Dead, uh, dead... What did I call it? Here we go. I got, I'm pulling it up. Drop dead left. Okay. Drop dead left. Um, so it's... Basically, you pick it up, um, you put it down, and you're going to be on wagon wheels, and we're going to add a 45. You pick it up, you put it down, we're going to add a 45 until you can't go anymore. Right? should speed these, thing, these things through. Because there's only going to be one round of deadlifting for each person. And you're going to get to the number you're going to get to, and then you're going to be done. You're going to be scored on that. And then the fourth event is a Hercules hold, which I thoroughly enjoy. I love that shit. I think those are super fun to watch. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're hard to do. I got like 24 seconds last time. I remember when we set it up at Chris's gym with like the kettlebells yeah. and the ropes and shit. That was that was a cool way to do it. Like we found a way. It's kind yeah. of what, well, we can get into that, but find a way to train. If you don't have a way to train for it, fucking figure it out. That's that's where we're at right <clears> here. <throat> so um, we got the psychotic strength sumo. It's, we got cash prizes now, right? So now we're gonna get, we're getting into the point I have enough sponsors to where we can start paying you guys for the Kusumo. I'm just gonna read how this goes. So talking to the Sumo guys yesterday, um, I did, I guess, offend quite a few dudes who are actually doing Sumo. I did not know that. And I was trying to be kind of funny when I said, don't bring your diapers, right? But um, I see now that that was pretty upsetting and that's definitely not where I wanted to go with it because I do, I really love Japanese culture. I really love sumo. is fucking fantastic. Um, me and you have talked about flying down to fucking... Cali, go to that event. Cali, to go to one of the biggest sumo events in, yeah. the, in the United, in the world besides Japan, mm -hmm. right? So... Um, <clears throat> That's within reason for us to go to, basically. <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and... Mark it up to a business expense because we're doing this promotion. <laughs> um, but okay, so here we go. You got 60 seconds per round. Okay. Right? That's just in case they go longer. It's not going to take They that. don't. No. <laughs> yeah. We tried last time. Uh, it's going to be scoring. It's going to be single elimination. So here's the explanation. We're going to keep this as traditional as possible. Mawashi, which is what I mistakenly call the diaper, <laughs> uh, will be provided for each person for the event only, for the event only unless the athlete has one to bring. What that means is um, we're going to be providing wearable mawashi, right? And you're going to put one on before your event. 
it's so that you can be picked up or grabbed or pushed, right, by the Mawashi. It's really to kind of save, it, it's going to save people's shoulders a lot because I remember we were doing sumo and everybody's just wham right at your chest and your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Well, if we're wearing Mawashi, you'll have something else to grab. Okay, yeah. We and didn't it should really, save people a lot. We didn't have that. So right. are you allowing throws then? Um, so I'm, I'm allowing traditional sumo. Okay. If you know how to do things, you can do them. Otherwise, I'm not really going to get too much into it. Um, I'm allowing traditional sumo. Okay. So the rules are, here we go, Mawashi will be provided for the event. Please bring compression shorts or something for under the Mawashi, socks or bare feet only. Athletes will start with four points of contact on the ground. This is very traditional. Losing happens with anything but the soles of your feet touch the mat or if you are shoved out of the 15 by 15 foot circle. Those are the rules, right? Now we're gonna go over what's illegal. There's no slapping in the face. We're really gonna try and and cut back on striking because I know there's gonna be some actual sumo guys we talked about um, gonna show up. And I'm gonna try to tell them, look, these guys do not know what they're doing. So please do not strike, yeah. no, especially to the face. If we're shoving in the chest, the stomach, okay. But really trying to stay off these guys' face. Um, if it looks like a malicious blow, you're disqualified immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the way it goes is um, to qualify for this event, you must be in the top two positions of your weight class after the fourth event. So after the fourth event, everyone is going to be in the position they're in, Right. First and second place will have an opportunity to compete in the sumo. And the reason is, is because there's cash prizes and there's a championship belt involved if you want to be there. I also don't want 100 competitors doing this sumo, especially because, I mean, having the first place guy go against the 15th place guy, there's going to be quite some difference a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. And someone could definitely get hurt. Yeah. So the strongest dudes in there against the strongest dudes, that's fine. To be fair, I did go against you yesterday, and I got thrown out basically every single one. I did. I had one. You held your own really well. I had one where I did good against you for a while. We were pretty fucking surprised. I was, I was surprised, man. I was I was happy with it. Yeah. I was I was fucking. I want to do it again though, because I was like, I gotta beat him at least once. I yeah. almost got you out of the ring during that, and then you're like, wait, he's gone. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm like twice your size, I feel, you know? Like, that was the part. Like, I was like, I, I managed to get everybody else out of the ring at yeah. least once, if not multiple times. Didn't quite get there with you. It's, yeah. You're the only person I didn't get yesterday. Yeah, I, I started getting a little growly. I had to really calm down and try and just remember, look, we're, we're here for a reason. I'm trying to see how we're going to do the event. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're doing it round after round after round, though, yeah. You start to get out of breath, you get a little bit more into it, but that's where Well, it was one more round. of like I started to lose. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't pushing hard enough, so I started getting tossed out and I was like, yeah. no. The interesting thing was the person I was worse most worried about going with was actually Marcel because yeah. he nothing against the guy, super nice dude. Yeah, he was cool. He doesn't he didn't have that I'm gonna hit you bone, you know? Like yeah. you can't I could see it with all of you guys. You're like, by the way, I'm I'm gonna put you through a wall if you don't fight back. Right. He didn't have that, and in my experience with combat sports, the guy who's more worried about it, like I sparred somebody in jujitsu who kind of thought he knew what he was doing, and then he freaked out and he almost injured me because he just did some crazy shit. And like, we were at a point in the match where I was like, I, 
if this goes any farther, I'm going to try to knock you out, like, with my fist to your face. Yeah. And Ian was watching, and Ian was kind of like, do I need to break this up? And then the dude just, like, sat there and just fucking freaked out and squeezed my head as hard as he could. I was like, I'm just going to let this happen because it's not hurting my neck. And now he's tired, and we're done. Okay, cool. More worried about the guy who's worried about getting injured than I am about the guy who, like, the dude who does the sumo. I throw him out once, and the next time we went in, he goes, by the way, I'm going to fucking hit you. And I was like, all right, cool. I know where we're at. I'm I'm comfortable with knowing you're coming at me full force. The other dude, I'm a little bit more worried about that. He's the one who gave me the fat lip, too. It's also the difference between, like, a four- to five-second match Mm-hmm. And a thirty-second match where you're twisting exactly. and, and pulling each other back and yeah. forth. I want a five-second match. I say with you guys, you either threw me out or I managed to use your weight against you and move yeah. you out. Him and me, we're I think I'm twenty-five pounds heavier than him. Yeah. It came down to a lot more shoving, pushing, and pulling. We had a couple times where we broke apart. We had to have a second clash there, and yeah. more of a worry with that. I, I don't know why, but staring at you, bigger guys, I was like, ah, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. Him, it was like, I'm a little bit more nervous about it. I don't know why, but I feel like he's more likely to put his hands in front of his face and get me in the eyes kind of a thing, where you guys are like, I'm going to hurt him with my body. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I get that. All right, so I'm going to finish this real quick. Yeah, yeah go for it. Um, if one or both of athletes <clears throat> in first and second position do not wish to wrestle... The next available positions go, so that means third and fourth place. Okay, they, they're the ones who are going to have the opportunity to go. Uh, the weight classes for sumo are going to change, um, so it doesn't matter what weight class you're in for your regular weight class. You, it'll be heavyweight men two thirty one and up, and lightweight men two thirty and below. Okay. So you'll be setting those weight classes. And it's so, the top two scores of those weight classes? No, so it's the top two scores of the regular weight classes get the opportunity uh-huh. to be put into these weight classes. Okay. So I should have, if there's 20, so there's, there's 24 of them, right? Mm-hmm. Weight classes. So that means out of 12 weight classes for men, mm-hmm. it'll be split into six. So there'll be 12 people per weight class. Okay. 12 people for the heavyweight men, 12 people for the lightweight men. Okay. Same thing for the women. Okay. Each one of those weight classes will get a prize, a cash prize, and a championship belt. So we're going to have people to judge and instruct the sumo event who have experience. We will do everything on our end possible to keep as safe as possible. I want to have a good time. You know, uh, people have really been complaining about sumo. People complain about moss wrestling. People complain about arm wrestling in the events. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> just just kind of like, then don't come. Yeah, you I'd know? be more worried about arm wrestling than the sumo. Right, I mean, it's a full body contact sport. If you know what you're doing, that's great. And a lot of people, these people aren't. But it's really just, it's an extremely <clears throat> simplistic, simple thing to do. It's right? a shoving match. We're not doing it extremely traditional where we're keeping to the rituals of the event and all that other stuff. We're we're just not doing that. Um, But I also don't want to be rude and disgrace a a big tradition. Mm. You know, Um, this is thousands of years old, sumo wrestling. And uh, I don't want to find a middle ground. Yeah, because I'm not trying to use it as a funny event to make fun of sumo. What I'm actually doing is trying to bring some of these strong ass dudes from sumo over to strongman. Mm-hmm. And maybe one of these 
one or two of these fucking strong men fall in love with sumo. Mm-hmm. That's fucking great. I love combat sports. I love strength sports. This is a combat strength sport. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's fucking cool to me. Um, <clears throat> so that's what we're gonna do there. Uh, I keep going back and forth on whether or not I want to keep the event. Um, I really do. So I, I'm probably just gonna do that. But uh, I told myself I'm gonna wait until uh, not this Monday, but the following, mm-hmm. to decide if it's gonna stay or not. Yeah, I like the idea of it. Um... I think we it came up during dinner last night. I'm talking to Angie and Chris, and they both seem to get it. Like it's you're doing a strongest man competition, so you figure out who's the strongest, yeah. and then you go, all right, fight it out. It's not like striking or anything, but right. it's who is physically able to shove the other one down or out of the ring. Right. And as you said in the rules, there you have the option to decline. You don't get the cash prize. You don't get the belt. But you can say, no, I'm not comfortable with it. You can still do the other four events, and you can get your trophy and be Well, and good. the thing is, too, yeah, so you do the, fir- the, other, the first four <clears throat> events, and you take first place but don't want to compete in the sumo, you still got first place for the competition. Mm-hmm. You just did not get first place in the sumo. So it's kind of an extra competition at the end it's for the top guys. For the top guys are able to make money on this I like event. It. Yeah, I get a cha- who doesn't want a championship belt? Yeah. It's fucking cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm getting uh, so our sponsors. I'm gonna have one sponsor on one side of the belt, another sponsor. It's all engraved mm-hmm. on the other side, and then in the center is gonna be the Psychotic Strength Showdown 2024. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, then for those people who say I don't have a gym that's near me for me to train at, or I don't. Right. One of the guys brought up yesterday. If you don't have a log you figure out a way to train for a log. If you don't have a keg, you figure out a way to train for a keg. Well, we were just talking about with the Hercules hold, we're working out at Forge Combat Academy, or Forge Strength, it's the two gyms. They don't have a Hercules hold, so we hooked up two ropes with kettlebells, and then we like hang them over bars at a decent distance, and two people would drop them off, and you would just stand there and hold it. And I don't know how close that is to an actual Hercules hold, but... It worked. I, mean, it, I had an idea of how the event's going to work, yeah. and it's all grip. It's just hold it till you can't. So, um, let's, let's figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Or just don't do it, I guess. Be sad. Right. So, it, it, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun, man, doing this event. It's going to be extremely <laughs> stressful. Okay. Um, so far, we got Granite Home Loans, Psychotic Strength Podcast. We're going to be, we're going to be there. We're going to be, um, sponsoring it, um, Triple T Realty. Of course, I'm going to sponsor the damn thing. Uh, who else do we got? Keeks Treats. So she makes a lot of like uh, cakes, past pot, like uh, sweets, right? Mm-hmm. Is what she does. It's a good place to bring sweets to. Right. <laughs> but it, they're all like, a lot of them are really healthy, like nice. gluten free or, or lactose free. She does an amazing job, yeah, um, and I think excited about that. No. I'm still talking to her about whether she wants to do like a table, or um, I think what we might do is the sweetest lift award, oh, and so okay. she's gonna make like some big concoction, and then whoever got the sweetest lift in like the whole competition yeah. is gonna get this award. Right, that's pretty and cool. It, and it's just really gonna probably be like some sort of cake, yeah. or some shit that you get to bring home. Um, and then uh, we got Forge Combat Academy. Yep. They're sponsoring us with the mats, um, it, it, which is a big fucking deal. Those things are expensive, mm-hmm. and uh, and we want to keep our athletes safe. We don't want to do this on concrete. Yeah, just doesn't sound like fun for anybody. Um, 
And then... Uh, is... Oh, Becerra, or um, Carlos Bidria. Bidria. It's fucking tacos, bro. <laughs> it's a taco truck. Hell yeah. So there's always usually food at the events. Mm-hmm. But why isn't there bomb-ass food? Right? Fair. Like, there's always, like, a weird, like, hot, hot dog stand or whatever the fuck. I'm bringing one of the best taco trucks in Vancouver. They're going to be at this fucking event. Nice. I yeah, like it. dude. So I'm excited about that. If you're if you're working for the event, you get 50% off all their shit. Yeah, I like I'm excited, that. Dude. <laughs> um, is you had mentioned Taylor's company? Has he made a decision on that? He, I don't think he's gonna do it. Um, okay. I'd love to have him there and, and do <clears> some <throat> of his apparel and stuff like that. Uh, he's strong dad's strong dad apparel, I think, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's that'd be cool. Um, I just haven't gotten anything from him. Okay. Oh, oh, his uh, his third child, third child is gonna be born. Yeah. It's set to be born the day after the event. Oh, yeah, that doesn't... It's not great. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it might not line up. Yeah. It's kind of where he's at with it. Um, and sorry if you haven't told anybody about that yet. <laughs> sorry, Taylor. Oops, um, <clears throat> But I'm having a lot of fun and a lot of stress doing this fucking event. But um, I really love it. And I actually was talking to Lily the other night, uh, yesterday... Once we got back from Sumo, and uh, I have the contact information for the Sumo Federation guy. I'm meeting a bunch of these Sumo guys. Um, I wouldn't... I, I'm falling in love with this promoting a, an event thing. Yeah. I've barely done it at all, and I absolutely love it. Finding sponsors, getting people, doing this mm-hmm. and that, interacting with everybody, doing research on these events. I'm having a really good time. Um, I'd love to talk to the Sumo Federation about holding an actual real traditional sumo event really that'd be fucking cool yeah. so there's a team up in seattle that's doing sumo there's a team in portland that's doing sumo i bet you i can throw one in fucking vancouver maybe even at forge or something uh-huh. um and really have a good time with it man it could be cool if you're doing traditional you'd have to get like the platform for it and that kind of a thing that's right? what i'm saying which also i mean if you had a way to do it where it wouldn't damage their mats you could do it on the mats yeah. and then have those for the floor. So I think the guy was saying they normally do it on like clay or something below the stand, yep. which is fucking wild. Well, but... that's like your pro division. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I was saying. Like that's it's still wild though. You can be thrown off the thing onto clay four feet down. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, I gotta watch some actual sumo because I've never, I've never seen it. So. What? Yeah, I mean I've seen like little clips, but. I've never looked at it as a, not to be offensive, it's not a sport I've ever looked into. Yeah. To be fair, I don't watch sports. Yeah, I watch yeah. a little bit of Strongman, and I watch a little bit of MMA. I don't follow them super crazy. I have a couple people I like from each of them that I might check in on their stuff, but I'm not the kind of guy to sit down and watch sports. I can't do it. Me neither. I think we talked about this yesterday, and I think that people who are religious about watching sports are also dudes who go to the strip club. They just like watching <laughs> shit they can't do. Yeah, you, you were know? saying that. I was laughing so hard. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, strip clubs to me are stupid. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to go get extremely hard <laughs> and then go home and have to take care of it myself? That's stupid. Yeah. It, and, and not only that, but I paid you to get me hard to not touch it. Rude. Yeah. That's rude. Yeah. Anyways. I've never been to one. I'm good. Never had a desire. I've never yeah, heard I mean, great I've, things about it. I've been to a couple. I see the closest. It's and it's not a strip club at all. But we went to a um, 
a like natural hot springs so people were naked there and I was like okay cool like the naked people I gotta people. figure out where the fuck that was cause I wanna do a hot spring really badly uh, I can find it I can show you the Airbnb we went to it's right near there Kirsten knew the name and I was like that's not what it was and she's like no that's the name of the hot springs you, you're thinking of the town but um, it's like a couple hours away in Oregon it was a really nice hot springs go earlier in the day though because at the end of the day the people who cause you get sent up in groups of like maybe 20 and you have two hours up there um, the people who control that send they they just leave and the locals know that so they come in at the end and it gets filled with people and it's not fun like we had a point where like all right unless you want to be body to body with people and not really in a fun way we gotta go and so we start leaving and a dude came down that i swear hasn't showered in a month like he's stripping naked and he looks like he doesn't eat any food and like you walk past him and you're almost choking and that's probably just a one-off with that dude being there, but that looked like that was his bath for the week. I was like, that's fucking disgusting. So earlier in the day, it's better. We went at the end of the day, and it just started getting fucking packed. It was super fun otherwise. Really nice hot spring. There's a little spot to cool off in a, like a little uh, creek that goes past it. But uh, it's like a three-tier pool. But um, so earlier you, day. So you hike into it? It's a small one. It's not a big hike. Okay. But it's like a 10-minute walk. Nice. Yeah. So you're you're like actually out in the woods. You got to drive out there, park on the side of the road. You pay these people like ten bucks, and then you wait until your time is up. And you could be waiting an hour or two because you don't know when the last people went up. So I'd look at when it opens and try to be there ahead of time and maybe be the first group that goes up. Uh, But like it's hot enough, you're gonna be fine in the morning. Um, So yeah, I'd, I'd probably go earlier in the day. Earlier in the day would be better. And you just hang out, and it's kind of a you should be out in two hours. I don't think they have anybody that checks. Really, it's new group comes in. You should be getting out kind of thing, I think. But um, it was good. It's a fun time. Um, but how hot is it? Hot enough I got out a couple times to go cool off. Yeah. Um, sitting in there. My only complaint outside of the people just showing up in the gross dude was some mom showed up with their children yeah. to a place where a bunch of adults were naked. I'm just not comfortable with that myself. Yeah. But you do you that's your thing that was a little uncomfy like we're not naked so it's fine but there were a bunch of other people that are naked and your kids are just kind of running around in the different pools like I personally don't love that but yeah I definitely if I went to a to one where you can get naked I'm, I'm gonna get naked I figured you would yeah. I mean because there's just no point I mean I gotta say I'm probably more self-conscious of the top half than the bottom than the bottom <laughs> half I mean the dick's a dick yeah. It doesn't really bother me. And uh, I'm not like fucking baby hung. Yeah. I'm also not hung. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it's a normal dick. Like, I'm yeah. not worried, but it's, uh, yeah, I definitely want to be naked in there. And it does, uh, not that it upsets me that children would be there. So that's the thing is like, I go back into dad mode again, right? Uh-huh. Where I'm like, first of all, I wouldn't let my kids be naked in, in front of adults. I don't think the kids were. The parents were, the kids weren't. It was just that there oh, okay. are naked adults around that I don't know. So I would feel uncomfortable with that. That's I, I definitely would not let my children be naked in there, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't be naked with my kids there either. Mm-hmm. That's just not something I, I feel like I want to be naked around my own children. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I don't know if it would bother me. It would bother me because I would be looking at everybody else. 
Like, are you staring at these fucking children? It, it would be hard to relax and actually enjoy the hot spring. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, that would bother me. Yeah. Uh, because I do also feel like humanity has really gotten this whole very overclothed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we should understand that everybody's body is different. It's a fucking dick. It's a vagina. They're tits. Mm-hmm. Yes, I enjoy them. Yeah. Right? But, like, in most settings, if there are tits out... I'm going to look, but I'm also not going to be gross, right? Like, you got to understand a body's a body, and we should understand its beauty Mm -hmm. um, without being a fucking disgusting piece of shit. Yeah. We were talking about, um, before we started, the uh, shiny people thing, that that, uh, documentary, um, talking about the Duggar family and the IBLP, I think is what it is, Um, the the cult they were part of. Um, And so that was something I asked Kirsten. I was like, so... Coming from growing up in a very Christian household, and I love my parents, I have a great relationship with them, but it's definitely not very, like, not a lot of, like, sex talk, here's what it is, not a lot of, like, it's very much so you're going to wait until you're married and that's it, kind of thing. Like, we didn't, it wasn't much past that, you know? Oh, uh, so you're still waiting. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But with that, I was like, so there's definitely, like, issues that come from that with, like, yeah. the, the kid in the cult molested his sisters and, like, shit with that. And then just trying to figure it out, but you don't feel like you can ask. You go looking wherever. Like, for me, like, I had a Kindle Paperwhite that I had taken away from me because I found a black and white picture of a book that had a titty on it that I was jerking off to, and I accidentally bought it. Nice. And my dad, my dad got the receipt that I bought it, even though I, like, resent it, so I lost the Kindle Paperwhite, and I never had it back because I could find titties on it. And, like, that kind of a thing. Like, my school textbook has, like, anatomy pictures. All right, that's what I got to work with kind of a thing. Like, how do you wow. approach it in a healthy way? Because, like, so that's this podcast, Time Suck. Yeah. He talks about a lot of these topics, and we were talking about, like, the drugs thing and stuff, and he's a lot more, obviously, I grew up in a pretty conservative household. Um, He is conservative on a lot of things that I'm more conservative on, and liberal on a lot of things that I think I need to think about, kind of thing, you know? like Interesting. um, Yeah, elaborate on that. Like, I grew up with abortion being just evil. There's no reason for it, ever. Okay. And I don't love it, that's for sure, but having talked to people, being moved out, I do think there are times where it makes more sense and it is not a bad thing. I don't think it should be used as birth control. That's where I think that's bad and I don't think it should be done as you're giving birth. If you're giving birth to that baby, that's a baby. I think that's fucked up. So I'm on the exact same train. Okay. um, Where I'm like, uh, I had a friend in high school where his girlfriend had had 11 abortions. Wow. They just didn't want to wear condoms. Okay. Yeah, yeah. fuck you. You yeah. know what I mean? That's stupid. That's yeah. bullshit. I hate you. Like, that's dumb. So, if you're, I feel like, if you're two consenting... Adults. Adults, and even, I want to say maybe 16 uh-huh. and over, you're having sex. You're accepting Sex risk. makes babies. Yep. And STDs are spread through... Sexually transmitted diseases are mm-hmm. transmitted through sex. Yeah. Um, you need to understand the fact, which is why I'm also on the port of on the part of sex should definitely be spoken of more, because it's so taboo for like you, mm-hmm. right? 
then we get people like like you who have never been taught anything about it, who are just really told it's absolutely terrible, all this other shit. I was told it was great, actually. Oh, really? I was told it was great. I just shouldn't do it because I could make a child or whatever. My dad was like, I'm not going to lie to you. It's it's pretty awesome. Okay. But, <laughs> but I also, I didn't hear that until like 16 and we had the sex talk, which was essentially a joke about God giving Adam two heads, but only enough blood to use one of them at, at a time. Yeah. And... I could That's be wrong. That was most of the talk. You let me ask any questions, which I was just like, I'm awkward. I have no questions. But, like, that was most of it, was that. Um, yeah, that was about it. Yeah, I think sex should definitely be talked about. I, I feel like all these things that are considered kinks mm-hmm. um, wouldn't be if we didn't consider them kinks. I think also some of that does come from, like, sexual repression, and you find something I, yeah. that turns you, like turned you on and now that becomes your sexual identity for a while until you actually get to figure out more but it's a big thing for you right so that's the other thing too I mean uh, we were talking about fuck I've mentioned a few people um, one in particular I I'm bi right like so I I definitely don't give a fuck what you're working with because I'm down right (laughs) Um, it's really more about the person I'm dealing with whether I can be sexually attracted to them or not um, that being said, I give off an extremely conservative vibe. Mm-hmm. I got a beard. I'm a big old fucking boy. I drive a pickup truck. I like guns, yeah. you know, like there's a whole lot of that shit. Um, so I've definitely been taken that way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, especially there's a, there's a person in particular, I won't mention their name, um, but they got really upset cause I made a joke. And it was really like a slight gay joke. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember what it is, but he got so offended. He's gay. He got so offended that now he just hates me. And it's funny because, like, we're in the same community, bud. Like, <laughs> I'm confused. I probably suck a better dick <laughs> than you do. You know what I mean? Like, let's not, let's not confuse things here. So, mm-hmm. um, but... The hard part is that is his identity, is being gay. Yeah. Right? So, like, that's stupid to me. I think a lot of people get sucked into either your sexual identity or your work identity is you. Right. And there's nothing else of substance to you. So, yeah, that's a a great example of what I'm talking about that that throws it almost the opposite direction. Oh, I'm a fucking, I'm a a realtor. Mm Mm-hmm. That's all I do. That's all I am. That is, that is what I am is a realtor. Yeah. Well, fuck that, dude. I'm, I'm so many other things than that. I'm, I'm like, I don't know why people let themselves get sucked into this just single mind mentality yeah. of just this is what mm-hmm. makes me me. This is my only facet. I have nothing right. else to offer. And, you know, sometimes that's all people are. You sometimes. Know? Yeah. But it's lame. Yeah. In terms of the like, uh, conservative on things I'm conservative on and then liberal on things I need to think about. Yeah. That's more so like like with the abortion thing yeah. was when Kirsten and I first started dating, I had some pretty hard opinions on that. Yeah. And we talked about it and over I mean we've been dating seven years. My opinions evolved. Which yeah. I know surprises her every once in a while. She's like, You used to be like very staunchly against that and I was like, Yeah on on whatever it was. It could be any topic. And I'm like, Yeah. But it's it's been like five years since we talked about it. Like I can I can think about, about like it. Little changed. girls being raped, and now they're pregnant. Yeah, 
Absolutely. That yeah. baby was never meant to be made. Yeah. In my opinion, that girl should not have to go through that fucking... Also, that child's going to have a lot of problems knowing they're a product of that. Um, yeah. And, and so, like, that was one thing I told Kirsten. I was like, look, for me, if we reach a point where we can support a child, that is when I am, like, for sure against abortion. So, like, if we were to get pregnant today, I would want to raise that child. Even if you don't want to have that child with me, I'll take that child. Because, as you said, we're two consenting adults. Right. We're making that choice. That's a possible, quote-unquote, consequence of it. Yeah. But I am capable. I make money. I can I can take care of that kid. Might not be what I want right now. Right. But I don't... I, I put myself in that position. I'll handle it. I also got to say... Um, this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I started too young, mm-hmm. right? Um, but if you don't start having kids now, soon-ish, mm-hmm. uh, you're probably going to start regretting it once you get to the older ages of your child. I would like to start soon. Yeah. yeah. And the reason soon. I say that is because uh, like I had an aunt started, <clears throat> in my opinion, way too young, mm-hmm. way too old. My, she's my aunt couple years younger than my mother, mm. and our kids are almost the same age. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty old. I started really young. She started quite on the other opposite so, end. So, like, later 30s, maybe? I think late 30s, almost 40. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm thinking, like, latest, I would want to start having kids at 30. Latest. Right. For me, part of this is, I wanted to have kids, like, I wanted to get married, have kids, basically straight out of high school, like, get out of high school, maybe wait a year, get married, maybe wait two years, have kids kind of thing. So like 21 age, as I've been out of high school and living on my own, I realize there's a lot of shit I can learn still and figure out. And I would, a big goal for me is to own a home when we have kids. I would really like to be there um, just because I think that's, Financially, it would be helpful if we don't fuck ourselves with the home. That is definitely an important yeah. part of that because some people manage to do that, and that sucks. Um, but I also, like Kirsten's parents, are still young enough. They can go out, have fun. They're in good shape. They can do all the shit they want to do. Yeah. Quinn's a lot younger, so they still got like another six years before he could potentially move out of the house. But even then, they're going to be maybe early 50s. Well, don't there over 18 children, all of them? Still live at the house? Currently, yeah. 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 Um, my parents, they're in their 50s, and we're all out of the house. We've all been out of the house for since they were probably mid-40s as well. Yeah. So they can, like, I have I have a buddy who his parents, when we were in high school, were, I think, late 60s, wow. almost 70s. They should, I think they're in their 70s now. Um, really cool people, but, like, I was waiting a while, guys. Well, so I'm... I'm 34. My son's 16. Mm-hmm. I can go play soccer with them yeah. and their friends and all that other shit. Like, I'm physically able to and still keep do up. that shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm able to go and hang out with them and go on hikes and do all the cool shit yeah. because I physically can. I mean, yeah. how old are you going to be? If you were to have kids right now, what's 18 added on to that? 30, 42. 42. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm 24. Yeah, 42. Oh, right, right. I'm thinking yeah. of my youngest. Um, okay, well, so think about that, too. You're going to have multiple, mm-hmm. right? So if you're going to have multiple, let's say they're at least a year apart. 
Yeah, I, ideally for me, I'd like to do it how my parents did it. I'd like to have three, roughly a year and a half apart, which I know can be kind of rough on pregnancy. So that kind of just it is however that goes if we end up with that time frame where it's longer or whatever. But I like that because that's where me and my brothers are. We're all roughly a year and a half, maybe a little over. We're all staggered essentially two years. And it's pretty nice because we're all close enough that we're all out of the house in six years. And we're also all, like, my oldest brother is only a few years ahead of me in what he's doing. We all went different paths. So in that sense, it seems like we're in really different areas. But we're close enough at age. I don't have, like, there's not a 10-year gap like there is with Quinn and Kirsten. That is a little bit harder to to gap than even a five-year gap would be. But um, being within six years, or I guess actually four, four years is pretty easy like we can talk about a lot of different stuff because we're yeah. we're doing a lot of the same things where he just generation. went through the shit that i'm starting to go through kind of yeah. thing. so and i i appreciate that a lot so yeah but no definitely sooner rather than later yeah i honestly thought i would have started by now i'm kind of okay that i hadn't yet there's a lot of shit to figure out life is life is full of twists and turns and so stuff my other thing on that one too is it's always going to be like that oh yeah i know yeah, that's yeah. that's the thing is um, you, like I feel like you have moments where you're like all right I'm starting to get it and something else happens and you're like oh, fuck right this is gonna keep happening and you go okay I'm starting to get it and it's just you're kind of getting comfortable and then another thing's thrown in and then another thing's thrown in and it just keeps happening. So I'm definitely one of those people who just does shit. Yeah. I really try to not think about it that much, <laughs> and it fucks me a lot. It is a <laughs> lot of fun. Yeah. You know like I mean. I do a bunch of cool shit all the time. I'm having a good time with life. I mean, I made some bad decisions, uh, like marriage-wise, you know? Like, I mean, that that wasn't the good one. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm working through that now. But and wasn't that also partially because you guys had a kid? Or did you get married and then have the kid? No, we had, we had my son before we got married. Mm-hmm. So, and that was the thing, too. I didn't want to marry her just because we had the kid. Okay. Her parents were not happy about that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he is um, a year older than we were married at all times. Wow. Yeah. So he was the, he was the ring bearer at our wedding. He was really? barely able to walk the ring down the aisle, yeah. It was fucking cute. But, um, yeah, but, again, I mean, I, I, I'm not good at red flags. Like, uh, <laughs> at our wedding... During our our song that we danced to, uh-huh. um, I tried to do this spinning move thing that we always do, and we we fucking botched it. We fucked it up. She got so mad, she just walked off the the dance floor. Really? And so now I'm like standing there for our first song by myself, oh, damn. just kind of like, all right, can you cut the music? Like, let's just play something else now, because she's over in the fucking corner throwing a fit. Because I embarrassed her, and I was like, "Wow!" I had just missed the turn. That was my. It was definitely my bad. Uh, but like, dude, what the fuck? We just we ha 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 laugh about it. Reset. Yeah, you think any of these people are gonna give a shit that we fucked that move up? Yeah. Like, yeah. So hey. everything to her was how it looks to everybody else, and it was really shitty. Yeah, I've. Uh, I grew up with my mom worrying about that kind of stuff a lot, like outward appearance to people and not that she's trying to put on a show she just doesn't there's a little bit of that yeah. I love my mom but there's definitely a little bit of that 
very much so the opposite. I will say it how it is, and that it it is what it is. Like uh, I don't, I don't know. I've I've learned in a lot of situations it's better to be honest about it and just accept that either you're broke or you don't know or whatever it is, and you'll figure it out. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I had a I have. I won't say that. I'll be I'll be able to figure out who it is. I had a person in high school that he'd know I'm talking about him, but. He had a lot of stories that were kind of larger than life kind of shit. And some people just fed into it and fed into it. And I was one of the few people who'd be like, hey, man, like, just don't. Don't. It's, it's fucking annoying. Like, just be you. You're cool. You don't need to be bigger or better to be cool and have value. You can just be yeah. fucking you. And if it's people don't like you for that, fuck them. We don't need them. No, I don't think you've ever uh, met them. No. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't see, I don't see the point. That shit bugs me. So. Yeah. yeah it, it's funny, though, because, I mean, so I've lived the way I lived for so long that, like, I have quite a few stories that are kind of, like, outlandish and shit, but I enjoy being extremely honest because mm-hmm. no one fucking believes me. Yeah. Like, they never do. Like, I mean, I talk about, like, especially a lot of sex stuff. Everyone always thinks I'm kidding. I'm definitely not, you know? Like, I'll do all that shit. I'm pretty disgusting. <laughs> At least I mean considered to most people, but I fucking like it. As long as you're having a good time. Super into like possession play, all that other shit. Yeah, dude. There you go. Very into that. Yeah. Um, Earlier, yeah. I was asking you subject change. Um, I was asking you about the. So I have. I currently work at a place where I throw yeah, wood. Um, we do like glue lamp production. Yeah. And my old boss from another company came up and he had to drop off my W2. Um, it, we're, we're pretty close, but, uh, or at least decently close. But he, um, we were talking and he'd give me a call a couple weeks before and he was like, yeah, I was, I was trying to kind of like figure out where you were at, like if you wanted to come back. Because when I, when I left, we had a lot of talks. They were trying to keep me. They were trying to make an offer to keep me, and I was just kind of burned out. I've been doing wildlife stuff for a long time, and I decided I was good. But um, <clears throat> they, he was like, I mean, you want to come back? Like, we'll take you back in a heartbeat. So now the question is, is what do I ask for when I go back? Like, what is a good value? Because I have five years' experience. I have a specialty license, even though they don't use it anymore. They still use it because customers that had that service in the past that are on service are still warrantied. So if something gets back in, they need a guy with that license to be able to go in, trap it, and get it out, and close the thing up. I have the construction experience to fix all those things. I can do all the pests except for structural, and they're already paying me more than most techs without the structural license. That would take me like a month to get, maybe. Um, I'm at a point where I can get my ACEs. Uh, which is essentially a certified entomologist. It takes a lot of work to get that, but I'm at a point where I have the five years and I have the letters of recommendation. I can do that. Um, <clears throat> so now i got to figure out what I want to ask for. And I was talking to my brother about it. I've kind of mentioned this to you. I'm giving context for the podcast, but um, he said pick your number, go two above that. You don't want to be insulting, but you want to have room to negotiate. He's very good at these things. I'm trying to be better about these things. Like I, I went to this company previously when I worked with them and I was like, hey, <clears throat> we had talked about me making you know, more through this position and honestly, I feel like I'm working a lot more, working a lot harder and I'm, if anything, making less. Yeah. 
end of the day, I had a $2 pay raise. They're the kind of company that'll pay you what you're worth. Um, and they were like, you know what? We see it. We get it. You'll have a raise. Let me talk to the bosses. We'll figure out what we want to do. Um, so that was a $2 pay raise. And they'd already given me, I think, like a dollar and a half, $2 pay raise at the beginning of the year. Um, so this is one where most technicians make maybe like, I would guess, 22 to 23. Well, 20 to 23, probably. Could be wrong on that. I'm not the guy who pays everybody's salary. But I was making 24 when I left. They had offered 25 with my own route in the town I live in. They were going to make that route. They didn't have a route. They were going to just make it happen to keep me there. So now it's like, okay, what do I want to ask for to go back? So essentially, based off what Josh is saying, he said, I ask no less than the offer they gave me. So at least 25 And he's saying add $2 to that. So he's saying ask for 27 So... <clears throat> I was curious to hear your thought on this because I know you... I don't work hourly anymore. Yeah. Right? I, first of all, I do commission. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I'm very big on quarterly, bi-yearly, bi-annually, and, and yearly, right? Mm-hmm. So this hourly <clears throat> bullshit, that doesn't matter to me. Okay. Right? <laughs> so what I'm going to say is, is what salary do you want to make? Mm-hmm. Right? So what is 25 times fucking 40 times 12. Mm-hmm. Will that be, will that be times, 12 would get you, it'd be 80 a month, oh, right? Oh, no, okay, so, so 25 times 40 times 4 times 12. Times 4 times 12. It makes sense, so 25 times. See, so this is where this is hard, because I make commission, because that, that number's not good. I make commission, and I sold a lot of jobs off commission. So I made just under 60000 that year when I was there. But... Okay. Well, so look, here's the deal, right? So 48 mm-hmm. is what that is, right? Yeah. You got the same number? Yeah. Okay, so $48,000 a year. Um, I would talk to them about that, mm-hmm. right? So 48 is not enough for you to come back, right? Yeah. Um, you make more because you do commission mm-hmm. and all that other shit. Um maybe work that in to where like I want to make $80,000 in a year right yeah you're the best salesman they got you got all the certifications you got all this other shit and then be like look this is what I want I want to make $80,000 a year how are you gonna make that happen for me mm-hmm. how can you make that happen for me because right now I'm not making what I want I'm not very happy. I'm more than willing to look at any options that you're, you're going to give me. But I would like to make around $80,000 a year. Now, do you even make that much? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like, ask that person, like, do you even make that much? Like, are, am I talking to the right person here? Like, who is going to be able to get me to that goal? And say I don't get the offer of $80,000 in a month, in $80,000 right now. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do to set me up to be able to be there? Okay, that makes sense. Right? <clears throat> Throw this back at them. Tell them your actual expectation because don't think about what you want right now. Mm-hmm. What is going to get you where you need to be? Because $80,000 um, a year is going to be shit here soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as inflation, as everything keeps going up, even eighty grand a year is not great. Yeah. Right? I mean, explain that to them. Like, like, dude, like, 
I need to know that I'm at least going to be hitting 80 somewhere in the next five years. Yeah. Because I'm a longevity person. If you want me back, I want to commit to something and know that it's worth working towards. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, if I'm in here for, so say you can only get me 60, 70, what are you going to do to guarantee me that I will be there in the next five years? If not there, maybe even more. Mm. Does your company have the expansion to be able to give me that? Yeah. Or should I just look somewhere else because I have the skill and the ability to bring you guys the business to make that much, to pay me that much. But if you can't do that, then I think we're both wasting our time here. Okay. You know, it, it takes a lot to be able to speak to somebody that way. And to not do it in a rude way. Because you're not. You're basically like, can you do this for me? Because mm-hmm. I know what I want <clears throat> out of this and I know what I'm worth. So I would appreciate if you can do that or at least just like, what can you do? Like, mm-hmm. like I'm open to talk to you about this. Yeah. Because 48, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, is I've worked for these guys for three years in the past. Yeah. I love everybody there. Right. It's That's, that's a, the hard part is I definitely don't want to... Even if I don't work with them, I don't want to lose any friends there just because they're super right. cool people. They're some of the best managers I've ever had. So that's where, for me, i got to figure out how I want to say that right because all of that makes sense. But if you um, came up to me and said that, yeah. you and me right now, this mm-hmm. is what I want to do, That I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that, and there's no way I can even promise that. Um, like, this is kind of the best I can do. I'm going to probably hit you with the absolute best Mm-hmm. I can do, <clears throat> right? That's probably where I'm going to be at. Like, just, yeah. just, I'm going to be like, well, this is probably the absolute best I could ever do, and like, so I don't know if this is going to work out for you. I'm yeah. going to be mad at you. Yeah. Why would I be mad at you for something is, you're trying to better yourself? They already know those numbers. We talked about that when I left, and they did. They had some ideas to get me closer to there. It was just so I was working towards management in wildlife. I was the head of the wildlife department. I was going to manage. Wildlife, crawl spaces, and rodent inspection. So essentially three areas. I wouldn't necessarily have a team except for the wildlife team. Um, well, I guess crawl space crew too. But I would just help all of them communicate because wildlife and crawl space, or wildlife and rodent inspections sell crawl space and attic work. And so getting all that stuff just handled in a timely manner yeah. would make it so much better. And then making sure our guys are trained to do it right was the other thing they wanted because I was the dude who was training most of the people for road inspections outside of our managers which managers have other shit they need to do so on that token Hmm. why don't you explain your worth by explaining how you can up their worth Mm -hmm. right so you're saying all this stuff that sounds great to me yeah right so if you were to put me in this position now we're switching back, right? Mm-hmm. If you were to put me in this position, these are all the things that you know I can already do. Mm-hmm. And these are the ideas I have to expand that part of this. Mm-hmm. I can add this in and I can do this. I already have these ideas. Now, of course, we're going to talk about it. I want your input. I want you to help me get there, mm-hmm. right? But these are the things I'm thinking of bringing. I'm planning on expanding this business. If I'm coming back, I'm coming back to make this business work, mm-hmm. right? I'm not coming back just to do a job. I'm coming back to make this business happen. Yeah. Because if you're going back with the employee mindset, you're going to be an employee. Yeah. If you're going back with the with the business mindset of expanding this business, of helping it grow, of, of being a part of the actual business part of it, yeah. eventually you will be in a position <clears throat> where 
either you can start your own section of this, mm. or you'll be in the part where you're running this fucking business. Yeah. But you go in there with an employee, uh, hourly rate type of fucking mentality, and that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. You go in there with a annual business mentality, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. Okay. You're going to get what you ask for <clears throat> out, of, out of that, out of life, out of everything. That makes sense. I mean, so the they got rid of the wildlife department because I was the head of it, and they only had, like, they had TJ, who's one of the top managers. He had the license so he could help out as needed. Yeah. He didn't have the time to do that. They had um, Jeff, who also has it. He mainly does most of our construction type stuff to fix things. Um, and then he can also trap. He did like actual in the woods trapping for years beforehand. Whoa. But I was the one who was running the department at that point. I was the only person actually out trapping squirrels and raccoons and shit. And so they were like, look, we will give you just like normal route if you want. We'll cut it completely. If you leave, we cut it anyways. Like, we don't fucking want it anymore. Because it was a department that should have been started when the company was started if they wanted to have it. The company is now too big um, for it to work. It's like Shearwood to Olympia to Seaside. You can't start wildlife and not offer it to everybody, but that means we have two, maybe three guys who have to check traps at any job they've started every single day, once every 24 hours, anywhere from Shearwood to Astoria to Tumwater kind of thing. That just doesn't work. So they cut that. But that makes sense that, because that was the thing I'm worried about is like, if I go back, I was on track to be a manager. You guys wanted me as a manager. I wanted to be a manager. They talked about wanting to have their managers at 100,000 or more in the next five years. And that company has been growing an insane amount um, because they're good. They have two guys as kind of their top managers now that the head, I think he's fully retired now. One of them is their quality, and then one of them is their growth. And they work really well together to keep growing, but make sure that quality stays the same, um, which is why they're able to grow as much as they are. But I've been worried that, like, okay, if I go back, again, I have no desire to go back and just be the employee. employee. I'd want to be on a track to do management again. So that's something good to bring up, like, if I'm coming back, We've already talked about my goals. I left because I didn't feel like I was going to get to where I could buy a home and support a family. You guys said this is what you're trying to do. I want to come back. I want to work towards management again. I want to get my ACEs, do the certified entomologist. I want to get my structural license because that's the only other one I need. We can keep my wildlife license up to date, so if we ever need it, we can do it. But I want to do those things that get us to that position. (coughs) That's where, like... Figuring out how to say all that is interesting, but... Um, if you came in with a notebook <clears throat> and literally read all this shit out to me, I would be fine with it. Yeah. We're going to have a phone call on Monday. I'm thinking, because um, I'll probably be at work during it, I might just try to see if they're down to have me drive out after work. Because I'll, I'll drive to Kelso to see you guys. Fuck it. I don't... It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I'll come out. Um, if you'll have somebody at the office, we can do an interview and talk about it. So it's probably going to be... It's tomorrow that they're supposed to call me, so maybe I'll have to go home today and sit down and kind of, like, write some shit out, goals and what I'd want to do there. Um, and that's but, the thing. I don't know what... <clears throat> you're saying $100,000 is okay for a manager. Mm-hmm. Then that maybe that's your number. Yeah. Right? Like, like, And that's the thing is, this is what I want to make. Yeah. Maybe not give that to me now, but 
what are you going to do to get me there? Yeah. Because as a business, as a company, I am here to make sure that my employees can flourish because my business is going fucking nowhere mm-hmm. without good employees, good good people to work with me yep. on all this shit, right? Be that person, and I'm more than willing to hire that person, right? We talked to a bunch of, uh, oh, that was the, the my business stuff, yeah. right? So promoting and all that other shit, I'm definitely into that. I'm having fun with it. If I make some money on it, I don't really care, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's <laughs> not where I'm at with that. Um, that's where that's that's where it's one of those things where I know I'll be good at it because even though I, don't, I if I didn't make a single fucking dollar You're and just fuck. broke even I would do it anyways I don't yeah. give a fuck right um, that's the kind of stuff you're gonna be really good at but as far as real estate we're hiring a virtual assistant uh, who's just gonna be making phone calls <clears throat> and then we're probably gonna double if not triple the amount of leads we're gonna have coming in so it's gonna cost me. All in all, probably around six thousand dollars a month to run this business. Yeah, and then uh, which is actually pretty low for a, a real business. Okay, but six thousand dollars a month, one closing, will cover that. Okay, you get me to two to six closings a month, and we're good to go, bro. Yeah, right. And it's not impossible. I know someone who closed sixty-two deals in a year. Okay. That's a lot. <clears throat> okay. Right? So you can get me there. I'll just keep paying everybody. I mean, so we're interviewing them, right? There's one company that is extremely expensive, um, but they're extremely professional. Then there's like a middle range where they're both, right? But like, uh, mm-hmm. like and then there's the lower end where it's cheaper. I'm going to start out in the middle okay. with part-time get caught up on all the leads that we have, see if they can even make me money, and then just go from there, you know? But this is one of those moves that, like, I'm either going to be breaking a mill at the end of the year, or uh, I'm going to be fucking broke. I mean, one or the other? Right. And then I was talking to one of my friends, and they're like, and? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, dude, like, but then, like, and? and I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, okay, so look. So say you do this whole thing, and you're fucked. You're bankrupt now. You're all this other shit. He's like, you're, so you're just not going to take care of your kids? You're just not going to pay your bills? I'm like, well, no, I'm, I'm always going to figure out a way to do that shit. And he's mm-hmm. like, so then what's the fucking problem? Yeah. So you have either... <clears throat> You have either this business that's going to go great and it's going to blow and you're going to do fucking great or you're going to be in the same shitty position you're in now or probably a little bit less of a good position now because right now I'm comfy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be comfy. Yeah. I want to run a business or I'm going to be kind of fucked. Well, yeah. I've been kind of fucked for a long time. I know how to deal with kind of fucked. Yeah. Well, you and we survive. Kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like it's not going to kill me. Uh-huh. I will do what is necessary to take care of my children and my family at all times, at all costs. Yeah. Every time. Right? Like, I mean, so he's like, so what's, so what's the fucking issue here? What's, why? Why not? I'm doing it, dude. Yeah. I'm going to go for it. And uh, we're going to see how that shit goes. <coughs> I'm going to promote this show. It's going to end in August. Um, I got like eight fucking, it's been two weeks I've been promoting this show. 
and I have eight fucking sponsors. Awesome. Yeah. How many slots did you say you had for sponsors? So I have two for premier sponsors. Okay. Um, which is going to get you on either side of the, the championship belt. Okay. And like all the perks, right? And then I have uh, <clears throat> a media version, which is like your mid-tier. Mm. And that's going to get you uh, on the back of the shirts. It's going to get you on the posters. It's going to get you on all the fucking social media and on the big fucking poster that we're putting on at the event. Okay. Um, and then there's like a mid-tier one where you're going to get um, like a little table. Uh, some space for a table to either like push your product, whether it's apparel, food, like like not food because we got the taco truck coming, mm-hmm. right? But like uh, like the sweets. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna have Chris and Angie get a table so that they. I'm not really having them promote their strength gym because hardcore barbells. Yeah, like, with the combat side. Right, but the combat <clears throat> side absolutely promote the fuck out of it. And who else is gonna want to do that besides all these fucking giants that just showed up to do sumo? Yeah. And their family, and who, and all these dudes are gonna want their kids in combat sports. Like, mm-hmm. it just goes hand in hand, right? So the first tier gets you a table, and then it gets you. Um, I'm still trying to decide. It, it'll get you on the posters for sure. Okay. Because I want as many sponsors on the posters as possible. Um, but the second tier will get you on the shirts, the fucking, the backdrop, um, advertised every fucking time we promote the business, and shit like that. And then the third tier. You get all of it, mm. right? So the second tier, you still get a table as well, and then the third tier, you get you get all three of that shit. Okay. But you'll you'll be put on um, those championship belts, and that money is going to be used more towards the cash prizes. Nice, I like it. Yeah. So right now the cash prizes <clears throat> are around two hundred fifty bucks uh, for each one, each four of the things. Okay. Right. So the plan would be to get it in the thousands. That'd be dope. Really cool I think opportunity. Be really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, because I know that my buddy Jeff Walling, he does the ugly sweater, the one I just competed at, mm-hmm. and uh, his top price for the pros is fucking a thousand dollars. Nice. Yeah, it's like a thousand seven fifty, and then yeah. two fifty, I think. Um, so I definitely would like each first place to have like I want to say around two to three thousand dollars. That'd be dope. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'll be really good at this shit. I, I, I have the balls to fucking ask everybody I want to be there. Mm. They say no, and I do sales for a living. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right? Like, Pretty used to getting said no. You'll too. say no now until you see the fucking event and that this whole place is going to be packed. Mm. Then next year I'll give you another opportunity, but it will be more. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I'm not going to fuck around. And that was the other thing, too. I talked to somebody about doing sponsorship. Mm. For it was actually a power, uh, not powerlifting, a bodybuilding event, mm-hmm. and I saw how these guys have been doing this for years. So the letter they sent me, mm-hmm. I took that and revamped it. So like everybody else in this fucking promoters thing is just kind of like asking their friends, yeah, hey, can you help with this? No, dog, I'm sending this entire real fucking letter, giving tears. Of what I expect from your from your sponsorship, it's actually laid out. You know what you can do. You know what you get. If you get that sent <clears> to you <throat> versus a phone call hoping that you'll sponsor in any way you can, mm-hmm. it's more legit. It it has something back. I have expectations for how much you're going to have to pay to even be involved. Mm-hmm. It's a big difference. Yeah, you know. So <clears> I also <throat> have been running a lot different because it's going to be ran more businessy, right? I will have an entire section of these fucking tables. 
right? To mm-hmm. where these people can actually promote their product and they're going to get great vision of the fucking events, mm-hmm. right? Probably not every single one of them because we're going to have to use the whole fucking parking lot for that. But yeah, I don't know, man. It should be a lot of fun. <sighs> I'm excited. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And I'm down to help out anyway. Hell yeah. It, it seems like a, a good time. So, I mean, I'd love for you to compete if that's what you want to do. Um, if not, I was really trying to do some sort of uh, live stream of the podcast. I say you're telling me that. I'm, I'm down to help with that. Yeah, or maybe yeah. even a fucking before show, after show fucking little thing. Like sure. We could just set aside like 45 minutes before <clears> the show and just kind of give a rundown of like yeah. how it's going, all that other shit. Maybe a midway, like an intermission or... Or whatever the fuck, because we're going to need time to set up that sumo. Yeah. Um, I'd say you could run through and have your, uh, like, a little five-minute blurb. Sponsors can come through, talk about what they got going on, what they're offering, um, and then we can talk about the different events we have going on, kind of do those different things. So, hey, they're setting up the sumo right now. We have that going. It's uh, top guys of – or top guys and gals of each of these different weight classes – they get a shot at a championship belt and a two thousand dollar, you know, uh, cash prize, and then hey, we have this sponsor, Tricks Treats or whatever it was, and yeah. yeah, she has the sweetest prize that's going to whoever has the sweetest lift, you know, something like that. You go through and you do a little extra ad for everybody. Yeah, um, we got tables over in this section of it. Go ahead and see our sponsors, blah blah blah, whatever, and then. All right, we're gonna get to the lift. We'll talk to you guys at the end of the day. Yeah, and we do a recap of like, all right, these people won. This person got the sweetest lift. This is how the sumo went. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah, you do different shit like that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be a good idea. I'm I'd into it. Yeah. yeah, and I was thinking about. It, I was like, I don't know if I'll ever like do gear and get to where I'm actually competing as a strong man. Right. But I do want to do more strength training. I really enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. but. This could be a fun way to be involved with it. It's yeah. like help you with this kind of shit. I'm down. I'm yeah. down. I'd also be down to learn how to do some of the promoting stuff you're doing because you're talking about this stuff and it's like, I get what you're doing. No clue how to go about it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm always interested in learning shit. Um, so if you ever want help with something that you can, you can teach me on but I can help out, let me know. I'm, so I'm down to try honestly, it. Honestly, most of this, is, it's like how I live my life. I just, just winging shit. it. <laughs> Just do it. I kind of figured, but... That's what I'm doing, man. I mean, I fucking went through... I probably sent, like, probably 400 fucking emails. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. To, like, uh, apparel companies, supplement companies, all this other shit. And I'm just starting to get answers back. A lot of them are no's. Mm. Right? It's the first time I'm promoting this event. They can see that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a lot of no's. Yeah. But uh, there's also 350 other people that I asked. Yeah. Somebody's going to get a yes. (laughs) As you said, you already had 12? Eight. Eight. Eight Eight. sponsors already. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. Yeah. So I need need at least another four to make sure this event goes off without a hitch. Mm -hmm. Um, One of them, I need a media guy. Uh, Pictures, video, all that other shit. Um... I have my coworker's girlfriend does social media stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I'm talking about like photography. And I was going to say, she doesn't do photography, but yeah. she could help with social media things. I can maybe see if she knows anybody who could do photography. Because um, they have a friend who just did their pictures and they turned out fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe them together, because she has her own LLC. I think both of them do. Yeah. Maybe they could do like a joint sponsor, possibly. I could talk to him about it. Bring it up to him. Let him know. Yeah. 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 
I'll see, because um, we have another friend who does pictures, but I don't know if she'd be into that. She does mainly wedding photos and stuff. Um, I think the other girl does wedding photos, too, but um, who knows? I mean, I'm trying to talk to anybody. Yeah. I also have my buddy Chance, who does photos. Um, he might be interested in it. I've never gotten photos from him before. I've seen his photos. They well, look good. I definitely good, need but... a videographer. So somebody yeah. who does both is kind of what I'm looking for. Okay. And really, um, <clears throat> it would almost have to be a company. Mm. Because I'm going to need someone probably walking around with a video camera the whole time. Gotcha. And then someone walking around taking pictures the entire time. That makes sense. So, I mean, if they can do both, that's great. Uh, if they can only do one, I'll have to find the other. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea if they can, but um, well, I'll yeah, ask around. Shoot them, shoot them my information, dude. Uh, yeah. Just have them talk to me. Cool. And uh, we'll do that. Plus, uh, like, like, if they have a logo or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. That would really show me whether or not they're actually a business or not. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 I know one of them doesn't. One of them might. And I have no clue about the other person. Is that That's right? Fair. Yeah. I know one of them's not a big enough business to have the photo and the videographer that would just be photos. I think. I could be wrong on that. They do pretty well for themselves. So yeah. I'll say, we also just do photos with us. They only need to bring one person. So I could be entirely wrong. There could be more people behind the scenes I don't know about. Well, I tried to reach out to a couple uh, companies who do real estate photos, yeah. and video, and all that other shit. And uh, the guy asked, who does most of my shit, uh, uh-huh. he just he's not in a position to be able to do something like that. Mm. But uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun, man. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Um, when you said you were doing that, I was like, that, that'll be fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now that I've been to one with you and I got to kind of see what it looked like, it'll be interesting to see how you set yours up. I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mine will be run. Um, I'm pretty meticulous mm-hmm. when I do shit. Uh, I get that stuff's going to go wrong and be weird and all that other shit, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to have it. I've been doing this long enough. I know what I would expect as a competitor. I don't want to sit there for eight fucking hours. Mm-hmm. And do this. That last one was done really well. Yeah. The ugly sweater one, oh, it was yeah. very yeah, efficient. Yeah. It was a couple hours. couple, yeah. It was yeah. five hours, maybe? And with with really like cool. a 40-minute lunch or something? Well, so the thing that mine is going to be a little <clears throat> bit longer than most of them because of the sumo. Mm-hmm. But that's why I'm also cutting the competitors way down, mm-hmm. you know? So if you're done and you want to leave, you can't. Now, would you do awards for the lifts and then go into sumo? No. No. So if you, if you podium, you got to wait. There, it's, you said it's only what four matches, so it's twelve competitors in each one. So think about so s- a single elimination. Okay. So we're gonna do it's gonna be six on six, right? Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna boom, they're gonna drop off. So six are gonna be gone. Then it'll be three on three. Okay. And then it'll be yep. two and then one. Two and one. So one person's gonna have like four matches. Okay. And then one person is gonna have one, or six people are gonna have one. You're going to get eliminated quick. Yeah. We're going to have a championship happen real fast. And they're quick matches. Yeah. So only there was a way to uh, to end it with two and two, go and then, like, end it even where there's not one person who gets a rest. Because, say, the person who does that other, that final one-on-one, and then there's one person who's been waiting, and they lose the one person who's waiting, they might bitch. And be like, well, they didn't have to do an extra match, and they got to rest, blah blah blah. And I'm sure you tell them to suck your nuts, but yeah, like, you, okay. Yeah, you suck your nuts. Sorry. Yeah. So I mean, we got 12 matches, right? I mean. Yeah, even numbers. It's math. That's all we got, dude. Yeah, so fair enough. Should be fun. And then it may even be less than that because 
people I might don't drop know about out. Masterclass and, and mm. team. Yeah. I might have to have just a team championship if I even have enough. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but they're not going to get cash prizes. I mean, mm. it's fucking adult shit, dude. I'm not handing you money. Yeah. <laughs> Go buy fucking Roadblock, Roadbox. Road, Roblox, whatever that is. <coughs> Roblox? Roadblocks. I think it's Roblox. Yeah. I think. I think I played that Robux, once. Like, that's a shitty about. game. Oh yeah, the money for it. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I didn't really play that one. I played Minecraft. Oh man, I couldn't. Stand, I can't stand it. Yeah. I don't understand. Games look so fucking great now, and you want to play one that looks like shit. I can't explain it. I don't know. Hey, here's the thing though. I will play that game, maybe. Still? Maybe once a year, once every six months. Shit. It's just, I think, like a nostalgia thing, but I, it really only works if I'm playing with my friends and we just go run around and build whatever. We play survival, though, so it's not creative. Creative's boring to me. Uh, but just, uh, I'm going to try to find some resources. I'm going to try to build some shit. And I think that the appeal for me is I'm not the kind of person who can play a thousand hours into a game. I can't do it. I have buddies who will play, they get a new game, Every day after work, that's all they're doing. They're playing video games. And a weekend, they're like, I have some stupid number of hours in the game. And I'm like, I have this game, and I've had it for three years, and I have 20 hours on it. I don't play video games that much. The most I play is, like, Call of Duty, because Kirsten enjoys it now. So we'll sit there, and we'll shoot some people, and then lag starts getting back because we have terrible internet. And we're like, all right, we're done. This is no longer fun. Let's watch swamp people catch snakes that's what we've been watching lately um which also there's a part of me that wants to go to florida and catch pythons so fucking bad uh i've done trapping and stuff that just seems really fun to me that's a lot of money too you make that you can make a good amount of money you crocodilers crocodilers yeah all of that to me is like i'm i'm down i want to go hunt some shit like i know it's different but i fought a raccoon at work one time i stole its children that was that's my favorite day at that job. Quite literally, I fought a raccoon. I stole its kids. I stuck them in a field. Raccoon took its kids away over five hours. Didn't have to euthanize it. Didn't have to do anything like so that. Five hours for it to get its kids. Well, I can only pick one up at a time. Yeah. I thought it was about to kill them. Actually, it was sorting through. I think to find the female or any of the females. I didn't check to see what they were. I was, was fighting a raccoon. It was like we're up in the top story of a shed, like a, a garage wood shop shed. And I'm trying to catch pull the mom because we tried to do a scent eviction and it didn't work. It just didn't go. The dude's already paid me. And he was like, well, how much is it to like get it out because I need it out? And I was like, no, no, you, you paid me. I'm not charging you a dollar more. I have the catch pull. I have the shit. You just didn't want to do euthanasia. If I catch pull it, I have to euthanize it legally by the state. It's what I have to do. So I can get it out today. I won't charge you another dollar. But that's what we have to do. And he's like, okay, yeah, I just... I won't tell my wife, I'll tell it at Lyft, but I need to get it out. And I was like, okay, cool. So call my boss, let him know, hey, just so you know, this is what I'm doing today. And he's like, all right, don't die. Like, let me know how it goes. And I was like, okay. So I'm trying to catch the raccoon, and it's tucked in the back of this uh, garage attic where the ceiling's sloping down. And it's like grabbing the pole, and it's fucking biting it. It's getting all pissy, and it's backing up. And uh, I couldn't get it. So I was like, okay, well, you won't come to me. I'll give you a reason to. And I started just lightly catchballing all the kids and sticking them in a crate with me. And now it's starting to get pissed because it's losing babies. And I got all six of them in a crate. Now it's trying to come at me while we're in the upstairs of this attic. And I'm trying to keep it away with the pole. And it goes and it sits down 
part of the, the second story is open into the wood shop below. And so it sits on a pile of wood he has up near the front. So it's kind of like in the second story and in the bottom story. And I have to go downstairs where I'm not going to be able to see it. I'm like, all right, I don't fucking love that. It can be down on the ground by the time I'm down there and I'm coming down with a catch pole and I'm coming down with the babies in a crate. Like, I got to do this right. But at this point, if I can get the babies outside and I can get it to leave with the babies, I don't have to euthanize any of them. Right. Because it can take them to a new den and we can close off the space. There's weird things with those laws. But I managed to get downstairs. It stayed on the wood blocks. It's like, okay. Now I'm trying to like walk over with them in a crate, show them to them, and like get it to, I'm trying to get it to chase me out and it wouldn't come out. So it's like, all right, well, what if I set them on the ground and I back away a little bit? I should be able to hear it move and then I can grab it and I can get out and maybe get it to chase me out. Well, they're in like a milk carton, like the old plastic milk carton things, milk crates. Yeah. I set it on the ground and they can feel how cold the concrete is below them. And they all immediately started just howling. And I heard the block of wood the mom was on hit the wall because she came off it so fast. So I pick it up, start backpedaling out the door. It comes tearing out, goes to dive at me to jump at my leg. And I just put my boot up. I didn't really kick or anything. I didn't need to. Those are heavy fuckers. That thing hit my foot, spun off on the ground, ran around. It didn't even, like, notice that it just ran into essentially a little wall. And then I backpedaled. They had, like, an orchard out their back fence um, that they owned. But So I just took it out there set them down and I was trying to get the mom to go to him and it wouldn't and my customer came back to the house because I like kind of called him let him know it was his milk cart and I was like hey do you mind if I use this versus the the cage I was going to put the mom in it doesn't hold them very well I had to do like a little transfer thing but then uh, he brought me out some like towels and stuff to put underneath all the babies so they're not sitting in the cold um, or like uh, some flannel stuff yeah. so we, we put them on that and then it was like all right keep your dogs inside because she will fuck your dogs up. I don't care that the labs and they're bigger than her. They lose. Like, really? right now, yeah. I. They have a... They could do good, but also... They could... Well, they, either way, they'll probably end up fucked up, right? Exactly. That's, yeah. like... It could kill the raccoon. It still loses. It's, you know? It's, it's, it's going to the bed. Yeah. Um, I've had customers where I went to their house and they wanted me to trap a raccoon because... Their dog went outside and it barked at the back fence. Mama had the babies on the other side of the fence. It came over the fence, ripped up that dog. Second dog came out. It ripped up that dog. She came out. It ripped her up. And it went back over the fence and had a great fucking day. They don't care. So, um, That's vicious. mind you, I was I had this on and big welding gloves when I was doing this. Like I was, I was prepared to go really? fisticuffs with a raccoon yeah. if I needed to. But... Um, yeah, we eventually, I got it to come back out, and then it just, it pulled them all out on the ground. It sorted through which one it wanted. It picked it up, and it left. So I stuck all the rest of them back in the crate, and then I was like, all right, man. Um, if it doesn't get them in the next five, six hours, let me know. I'll have to come back, and I'll have to euthanize the rest so they're not sitting out here freezing. He's like, could we maybe, like, stick them inside and set them outside the next day? And I was like, I'll, I'll have to talk to my bosses about there. There's certain... Yeah, that's what I got to do. But I was like, ideally, so they're roaming. They have multiple dens. She's going to take that baby to another den, make sure it's good, and she's going to come back. It's just natural. She's going to go see if any of those other kids survive. Took about an hour, came back, grabbed another kid. And just throughout the day, Mama came back, got all the kids. They're all good to go. He called me. He was super stoked. And I was like, all right. It's the best day I've had. Didn't have to euthanize any of them. And uh, 
I fought a raccoon, and I made it. That's nuts. This is my favorite day at that job. And it was towards the end of me working there. Yeah, it was a it was a wild day. I was on the phone with a coworker, and I'm talking shit to the mama raccoon about taking its children. So I was pissed that I couldn't get it at that point. And I was like, fine, fuck you, bitch. You don't want to come to me? Watch this. You lost a kid. Boop. I'm going to take another one. And he was like, this is wild to hear. I wish I could see what's going on. I was like, it is wild to do. I'm like full adrenaline mode right now. I could get very fucked up. I can't even like fully stand up in this room. It was, it was an interesting day. Yeah, to say the least. Yeah. So anyways, pythons. I'd love to go hunt one. <laughs> yeah, do that. It, it seems like a lot of fun. Uh, it seems like you'd really get bit and it might really suck, but I'm down. I don't think they'd bite. I think they more choke the fuck out of you, don't they? They'll bite. Yeah, because it's still a snake. It strikes, but a lot of the times it'll bite and then it'll wrap around you and constrict you. It's not, they aren't venomous, um, but it'll still got teeth, and those teeth aren't good. The way they bite, if it comes out not super clean, it'll leave teeth in you, and that can get infected pretty easily. you got to clean it either way, but um, it's going to be striking at you. So generally they grab it by the tail, and they get it by the head. Um, I don't know the legalities, though. It seems like everybody catches them by hand. I don't know if you have to. I mean, I'm, I'm down. It seems like fun, but um, that's the kind of adrenaline shit I want to do is I want to go try to fuck with a snake. Yeah. I don't want to jump out of a plane. I'm good. That plane's working. Leave me in it. <laughs> Whoa. Like parachuting? Like parachuting? Oh, right, right, yeah. I got no desire to do that, but I'll, I'll I would go. love to do it because I'm afraid of heights, and I just got to get over it, right? Like That would be the only reason why I might do I'm it. I'm also over 300 pounds, so they won't let me. Oh, yeah. So I'm kind of like, I don't want to lose the weight just to do it. <laughs> it's a good excuse not to not need to. Yeah. 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 Oh, I can't. Maybe one day. Maybe yeah. one day. Um, no, I, I'm not really afraid of heights. I'm afraid of jumping out of a moving plane. That just doesn't seem great to me. I feel like I'm, I'm like, I'm cautious around things that could kill me. Yeah. Is that wrong? Like, no. jumping out of a building, jumping off a two-story building or, or like... A bridge. Off a tree or a bridge. That makes me nervous. Mm. It's supposed to, I feel like. <laughs> Generally speaking. Have you ever done, like, cliff jumping? Uh, I was doing bridges when I was a kid. Okay. I've jumped off Dugan once, and I landed, and you can tell there's rocks all around you. And, like, it's a spot where everybody jumps. But I was like, bro, if you fuck that up, that could go poorly. And maybe that was me being more freaked out about it than I needed to, but I was like, I did it. I'm good. And then my buddy dove headfirst into the water. He's been swimming there for years. And I was like, fuck, no. I'll jump off of small rocks that I know there ain't shit in there. Yeah. I don't need to go from that high where you got, like, maybe a 10 by 10 area to hit. I'm good. I'm really good on that. I love swimming. I don't want to die in the water, though. If I die in the water, it should be by a shark. The ocean's scary. I got a bloody nose the first time I went surfing and just kept surfing. I think I was just too stupid to realize we do actually have sharks around us. <laughs> but the guy who was taking us, he, um, he was like, all right, keep the surfboard on your side. Don't let it get in front of you. A wave will hit you in the face with it. I'm walking out. I have it on my side, and the wave just, whoop, right in front of me, slam me in the face. I have a bloody nose. And I'm like, oh, do you want to, like, sit out? And I'm like, nah, fuck it, man. Water's cold. It's like ice. We're just going to keep going. And then we all have wetsuits on. and it's freezing, right? Yeah, it was pretty cold. It wasn't a super hot time of the year. but So we had the wetsuits on. Have you ever used one of those before? No. So it, it like fills up with water, and then the water gets warm. 
That pissed me off. I didn't like that. Why does it get how? Because it keeps your body heat in with the water. So it, it gets a certain amount of water in it, and then it keeps the water warm, and that's how you keep warm in a wetsuit. Then you have dry suits that just keep you dry. I didn't know that's how it worked. I thought we were wearing dry suits. So we have a wetsuit on, and I got water in my suit with me, and it's pissing me off because I'm like, fuck this. If I'm going to have water on me, I'm going to have that water on me. So I took it off, and we're not like in the middle of summer either. Took it off, and I just went surfing in swim trunks while everybody else is in wetsuits. And I just kind of looked crazy to everybody that day because I went surfing with a bloody nose in swim trunks, not in the middle of summer. But I had a great time. I'm exercising the whole time. I'm moving. I'm staying warm. You weren't cold. I mean, it was cold, but I'm moving enough. I was fine. I've always, I've always been a little bit more warm blooded. Uh, I don't do really good heat. Well, that's where like going to Florida to hunt pythons. I'm gonna look like I'm dying. (laughs) The humidity, I it doesn't. Hawaii was rough for me. The AC goes down to seventy one. I couldn't fucking sleep. I was also sharing a bed with a six year old, Quinn. Was he six at that time? He's somewhere between six and ten. That Why fucker doesn't sleep in one spot. Well, because I was with Kirsten's family. Yeah. So the parents have a bed, the girls had a bed, and then him and I had the fold-out couch. Yeah. Yeah. I about kicked him off of it at one point. Because he's just, he's, like, he rolls, and it's just like, wow. And spinning and shit. And I was just like, dude, <coughs> I'm just trying to lay with my head next to the AC, and the AC's blowing warm air at me, and I'm fucking mad about it, and it's humid in here, and you won't stop moving. We're about to just kick you off onto the bed. Like, you're moving so much and not waking up, I don't think you'd notice if you hit the floor. I thought about it a little bit. I didn't do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hawaii, the temperature is too much for me, man. Yeah, I don't do humidity well. I mean, it's a cool spot, but I also went there with kids, and, like, they don't want to do the things I want to do. Yeah. You know, like, they don't want to do shit. What do they want to do? losers. Just sit on their phone. Oh. I said, we're in Hawaii. Can we go do something cool? Kirsten's family wanted to go, because we were with other, like, groups with them, um, another, like, set of family friends. They wanted to go see all the different, like, shop vendors and stuff. They all sell the same shit. We saw, like, we were there a week. We saw, like, four or five different areas that have a bunch of different shops, and all the different shops sell all the same shit. It's just tourist shit. I don't want to see that. We had one mall that was kind of cool that we went to. Seeing one of those is cool. But then when you go to the next one, it's basically the same stuff. I'm bored. I also don't have any money, so that might play yeah, into that. That's not but like, I'm like, I'm in Hawaii. I want to go to the beach. I want to go swim on the reef, which we did a little bit of. We were gonna go snorkeling, but the weather was bad. Um, yeah, I was like, this is. I'm gonna do this stuff. Like, I don't know. it was good. I appreciate them bringing me out. I wouldn't have gone to Hawaii anytime otherwise. We so. saw sea turtles. Yeah. And then we saw them in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And me and my daughter went to chase them. She jumps off this rock we're on mm-hmm. into the water to, like, swim after this thing to see it. Really? And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I was like, oh, I'm a little bigger. I don't know if I'll make that jump right there with not hitting that rock. Yeah. And so it starts sliding down. I was like, oh, fuck. And I got stabbed by a sea urchin on my hand. Oh, really? Like, oh, shit. So I did just kind of jump, slide-ish a little bit. I have shoes on. And I turn around, I got goggles on, and this whole side of this rock is covered in sea urchins. Like you can't climb back up it. There's no way. And so now we're going to have to swim, and I'm looking around, and all these rocks are covered in fucking sea urchins. And I'm like, shit. Now I'm fucked. We're in the ocean. There's a sea creature, and and then I'm like freaking out. I'm going to dad, but I only got her in the water. Uh, She's little, right? Uh She's 12, but like if a current gets her... 
like, I don't want to deal with that shit. So I'm like, hey, stop chasing the fucking sea turtle. We're getting the fuck out, and you're going to follow me out. And I tried not to scare her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand what the fuck's going on. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hey, it's just, it's, he's gone. Don't worry about it. You don't want to chase him. They're so fast in the water, you're not going to catch him. Yeah. Right? Like, and we're not supposed to touch him or anything. Yeah, yeah, it's illegal. To see him. Yeah. Um, which we saw him bobbing up and down is which, when why we jumped mm-hmm. in. But uh, So I get her. I got her back up there, and then I was like, fuck. And I pulled this fucking thing out of my hand, and it was all swollen the whole rest of the day. It wasn't. It wasn't one of the bad ones. It was like purple or black. Did you have to look it up? Yeah, we looked up yeah. the different types of sea urchins. Some of them will fuck you up. Some of them really will, yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah so it was just, it was nuts, man. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, like, I like swimming. I, like if, so a lot of people are like, what would you be if you could be an animal? I want to just swim all day. You'd like, be a shark? Something. Wow. Like, I feel like I'd be an otter, but I know too much about them, and they're they're actually kind of fucked up, but they're cute. Um, if I remember right, there they're pretty rapey though, so that's not awesome. But I'd like I'd just be something that can go swimming all goddamn day. They're pretty rapey. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I can see you as an otter. You look like <laughs> an otter. I'm gonna take that as a compliment. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Just so you're aware too. Be careful who you say that to. What? An otter is a thing in the gay community. Oh, is it? Uh-oh. Yeah, there's bears. Uh, <laughs> I knew about the bears. So, Magic the Gathering yeah. has a card called Bearscape. And it allows you to, uh, uh, I think, exile a card from your graveyard or two cards from your graveyard. And you make a 2-2 bear. You pay mana to do it. Um, they did a like LGBTQ secret layer art for a bunch of stuff. And so one of them is Bearscape. I'll show it to you. It's a bunch of like big burly dudes in a hot tub, like a natural springs hot tub. Oh god. Yeah. Uh it was kind of funny. Fucking funny, man. Ginger wanted me to get that for Kirsten's bear deck, and she was like, I want the old art though. And I was like, I kind of figured you would. It's not really your thing. It's so, like this is the old art, right? It's just bears in like the mountains and shit. But this is the um, that's the secret layer art. Oh my god! Yeah, they they full set that a little bit, but uh, that's funny. <coughs> that was quite yeah. the tangent, but yeah, I like swimming. I've always liked it. If I didn't have the ear problems I have, I would have tried to be a competitive swimmer. I love swimming too. Yeah. I just I get nervous about what's in there. I almost died. The ocean almost killed me once, and it was like uh, a t- riptide pulling you out, or no? It was it was waves, and so I was going down the coast, and uh, we're in California, and the waves are probably about like eight feet. Damn. Right? I'm also like six to eight years old, somewhere in okay. there. <clears throat> I can swim like a motherfucker. I'm a really good swimmer, and so the plan is to run in, and you have to run and just dive in and go up to the top as soon as you. Get past the waves, you're fine, right? It's mm-hmm. just normal shit. Um, I'm by myself. My, my mom's on the beach. I think reading or whatever the fuck, just not paying attention to me. Mm-hmm. I run and I see this wave and I'm like, I turn around and try and run back. Oh. And I just get crushed mm-hmm. by this wave. Spun around, I'm eating sand, I'm eating water. I finally get up, I'm like, <gasps> and then boom, another one, just over and over and over again. Yeah. And uh, no one sees me, no one nothing. I had to crawl out by myself. That'll do it. Like, 
It was scary. I don't know how many times I got hit by a wave and was barely able to breathe. I'm throwing up sand and water and yeah. all that other shit. And my mom just packed up all our shit and we left because she was so embarrassed. Yeah. Like, well, it's one of those, like, you could have got hit two times, you could have got hit ten times. Once you're freaking out like that and you, yeah. you don't get the water, you start breathing it, your mind's just survival mode. Try to get out or you die, basically. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter at that point. Um, yeah, that would, that would probably do it. Yeah. Um, well, the shitty part was if I would have just stopped fighting everything. Aren't you supposed to, like, ball up and it'll just spit fine. you back out? No, if I would have just let it suck me into the water, mm-hmm. I would have been where I needed to be. Mm. And as it grew to crash again, it would pull me back up to crash, but I'd be on top of the water and I could actually swim out a little more and not be in that suck down part. You but instead, to get back through. I'm swimming and trying to get off the beach. Yeah. And basically just staying where I was and just getting crushed over and over again. Oh, I see. Okay. It was horny. <laughs> Super. Yeah. yeah. Because I knew that the tide pulls you back out to the water, right? So mm-hmm. I was fighting against <clears throat> that the entire mm-hmm. time. Yeah. No, the ocean is a different thing. I've mainly swam in rivers and stuff for the most part. I've swum in the... Swam in... Swam? I went into the ocean and done the swim thing um, a good couple times, but like mainly rivers and shit, which everyone's like, ew, rivers are gross. Fish shit in the rivers. It's like, yeah. It's well, water. What's in the ocean? Yeah, yeah. Let's like, I don't. Billions of other creatures. They want their chlorine pool because that's healthier for yeah, you. It's not. It's dude. not. It's fucking disgusting. No. I have been told by my ear doctor that I could swim in a chlorine pool probably, probably without earplugs because I got to wear earplugs when I go swimming. It's like, yeah, but then it's a chlorine pool. I don't like that. Yeah, that's uh, gross. I'm good. But, ah, dude, I fucking love swimming. I think the most freaked out I've been when swimming was probably, there's an area up near the fish hatchery that I like to go swimming, and there's a section in there where years ago, like early high school, I could fit through like a weird rock tunnel, and it was the first time I tried it. I think I only ever did it once. But like, that had me a little claustrophobic, because like, if I get stuck, it's not like, okay, I'm stuck. Hey, I need help. No, I, I'm stuck. I'm dead. I had friends there that could have pulled me out, but, like, it's it was really tiny. It's not even, like, a long tunnel. It's like you just have a circular rock that you're just swimming in, under one side and out the other. It freaked me out a little bit going through it because it's a little tight. You ever watch the videos of people doing uh, the spelunking, like the cave yes. diving? That freaks me out. Yeah. I'm pretty comfortable in crawl spaces and stuff. That is a fuck no. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm good. Have you been spelunking? No. Uh, ape caves? I've been to the ape caves. Yeah. yeah, and I think maybe one other one, but like one you're walking up for the entire thing unless you want to be one of those people who crawl to the very back, yeah. um, which I think we crawled to a spot where you can sit down in a really like tight area at the back, but I feel like there was another tunnel you can crawl through. I don't think I went through that because yeah. you had to like army crawl through all of it, but maybe we did. I don't remember. I because I remember crawling at one point and I was worried somebody was be, going to be coming the other direction. Have you ever done the Disney Nemo ride? You're in like a submarine. You're literally like three feet under the water maybe. Yeah, they just bring the water it above was, it. Before it was Nemo, I did it. Okay. Well, I think it's Nemo. I'm not sure. It is now. Yeah. It used to be. That freaked me out. Because really? I was like, I don't care about being under the water. I care about being under the water in a thing I don't know how to get out of. If the glass breaks and water comes in, I don't know how to get out of it. That's what freaked me out about that. So, 
It's weird shit that freaks you out, I guess. That is weird. Yeah. What are we at? Oh, shit. What are we at? 107. Only an hour? 107 minutes. Oh. Almost two. Yeah, almost two hours. Not too surprised about that. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have been surprised if it was only an hour. We well, covered let's a lot of shit. Up. Maybe you hungry? Sure. Cool. When when I'm am I not? Same. I actually ate breakfast today, but I'm I'm down for food. Cool. Yeah. Well, there's a good taco spot on the street. I think you took me there. Right? Yeah. It's a spot that had the dude selling shit outside. You yeah. kind of like serve yourself. Yeah. Yeah, we went there. It was good. All right. Well, so this is Psychotic Exchange Podcast. This is Tyler Toby Townsend. Justin Bates.